Welcome to Graduating Grief, a podcast designed to help you step back into living your life with joy after loss. If you're ready to move from surviving to thriving, you've come to the right place. Here's your host and inspirationista, Sherry Dunlevy. I'm so excited today to welcome our guest, Jennifer Francis. She's the mother of Haley Hallam, and she's the author of A Hug Through the Air and A Christmas to Remember. And I invited Jennifer on the podcast today because she has an incredible story that started from tragedy and leads through a triumphant life. And she has been able to graduate her grief in a most beautiful, meaningful way. Jennifer, thank you very much for joining me today. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It truly is an honor. So please describe Haley. Tell us a little bit about her. Well, Haley was your typical toddler in some ways, but as you know, all of the kids are always different, right? But she was your typical toddler in one way in particular. She was so busy all the time. She always had something that she was doing. And so um, there were so many times that I can remember, you know, telling her, can you come give me a hug? Because I needed all the hugs all the time. And she just didn't have that kind of time to stop what she was doing to give me a hug. So um, the thing that I really remember the most about her is the bond that she and I kind of created together um, in that in that exchange where I was asking her for a hug and she was far too busy doing what she was doing. And we kind of created a bond even back then. And we, it was our thing. She would grasp her hands to her chest and points of the air. And we called it a hug through the air. So we could stay connected even when she was too busy to uh, stop what she was doing to come give me a hug. That's a beautiful memory of her. So if you don't mind, please go back and tell us, tell us your story. Tell us what happened. So, um, Haley was the light of my life. I, um, I was a stay-at-home mom and wife uh, to my husband, Troy. And um, in 2011, my husband took a couple days off of work and we decided that we were going to go up to Erie, Pennsylvania. Haley loved um, playing with rocks. And um, I had heard that there was this beautiful sort of um, like, this beautiful sort of substance up in the Erie PA area. Um, and they, they called it sea glass or, um, mm -hmm. or glass rocks. Mm -hmm. um, so we had planned on taking her up there to, to look for these glass rocks, but tragically we never made it um, to Erie on that vacation on August the 26th, 2011. Um, we were driving past the Grove city exit and um my husband must have lost control of the car somehow, but we um, we ended up in a car accident that took the life of Haley and Troy. Um, and I don't remember the accident. I uh, woke up in the hospital either that day or the day later. I don't know. And they, they had told me what had happened in the hospital. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for, for your losses the loss of your husband and the loss of your daughter. So how did you process that? 
Um, I mean, it was, it was difficult. Um, but I can remember when they told me in the hospital, I can remember my, my mind going to, okay, how am I going to survive this? And how am I going to make this life into something that allows them to continue to live? That was, that was very important to me at the Mm -hmm. time. Um, first of all, trying to make sense of it, trying to, to, to find something positive to mm-hmm. grasp onto and hold onto that would also allow them to, um, to live on as well. So tell me about your grieving process and when the ideas started coming or had they always, you know, come as far as how do I keep their memory alive? Um, I can remember, I, I never went back to our, uh, the house that I lived in. Um, I went straight from the hospital to my parents' house where I stayed. And um, my husband's family was just amazing for me in, in that time because they, they did everything that needed done with my house until I could sell it. They, um, they kept it clean. They, they got all of our belongings and the move, the movers and everything. They, they coordinated all of that so that I never actually had to go back to the house. So I was staying at my parents' house, um, following the accident. And I remember telling my, telling my mom, I want to do something where Haley can continue to live on and, and help others who are feeling this, this darkness that I feel right now. Um, I want people to know that it, it doesn't always have to be darkness. And I almost wanted to tell myself, you know, it doesn't have to be dark. Like there can be a hope in this and a light in this. And I wanted to allow Haley to be that hope for me and for others. So I, I had asked my mom, how, how can I create this idea of a connection that transcends heaven and earth? And it was actually my mother that reminded me um, that Haley and I shared a hug through the air, even when she was on this earth. So I decided to kind of tell her story through that bond that we shared. Wow. That's a beautiful thing. So how, how was the process of, of writing the book? I would imagine that the process of writing the book was, was a healing tool as well, because one, one way that you can get through grief is to get in the midst of creativity where you lose, you know, a sense of time, you lose a sense of everything else, but what you're creating. Was it similar like that for you? Yeah, in one sense, you know, it, it did take my mind off of the grief, but it's 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 strange because in another sense, it was really exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I have been a writer all my life, um, but writing a hug through the air and a Christmas to remember, um, it didn't necessarily come super easy to me. The words may have come easy, but working on the project, um, was more exhausting for me mentally than I can really describe. But once it was completed, like it was just this feeling of, you know, of hope and, 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 um, in a sense that, you know, she's still here. So proceeds from this book go to a foundation, correct? 
That's correct. So tell me about the foundation and what it does. Um, I started the Haley Hugs Initiative. It's kind of been an evolving thing. Um, it started with a hug through the air and we, I knew that I wanted to use a hug through the air to help comfort other families that were feeling what I was feeling. Um, so we sent the book out and people, um, donated money, um, to have the book sent to other people. And we sent it out all over the country and got such amazing feedback on it. Um, but then I, I, I always knew that I wanted it to be something more than just the book. So I came across um, a, a, a giant stuffed animal and I was and I was thinking, you know, how amazing would this be to pair up with a stuffed animal and give it to hospitals where women had suffered from miscarriage and have something that they could hold on to and hug onto as they grieve that loss. And then my book could be the component that maybe showed them you know, a little bit of hope and that, that we can still remain connected. And so the Haley Hugs Initiative has kind of evolved into this organization that gives out what I call Haley Hug Bundles. And it includes a copy of the book and a stuffed animal. And we give it out um, to people who are families who are experiencing grief and um, hospitals where they may have a grief situation. So how how do you get them into the hospitals or how do the hospitals get in touch with you? Um, I am working with uh, hospitals in the area and um, I just give them a steady supply. And when they need more, they, um, they call me. Um, I'm working with um, area hospice centers as well, where they are provided. Um, but we're always looking for places to donate. So just um, have to get a hold of me somehow and we can we can add anybody to the list. That's a, that's a beautiful thing that you're doing because miscarriages so many times and and I lost my son at 29 days. He he lived um, although I never got to hold him. Um, uh, you leave the hospital empty-handed. That is you you went in, you know, pregnant. You went in as two and you leave as one and it's it's so painful. It's so painful. So that's beautiful to have something to hold on to, to have something to hug when you I, need to love and nurture. I think that um, it's interesting that you said that about miscarriages in particular. Um, when I when I was starting the Haley Hugs Initiative, I felt like I really identified with women in particular who had miscarried a child, maybe not necessarily so much as, as people that had lost a child like I did, but I felt like I identified with women who um, were miscarrying because as I said, when I left the hospital, I, I I didn't know when I was in the hospital even where I was or what any or what had happened. And so when I left the hospital, I had this ache, like this this indescribable ache in my arms because my arms were leaving empty. Like I was my daughter, I mean, I was a stay-at-home mom. She was everything to me. She was always with me. And here my arms were empty as I left this hospital. And so I really identified with women who had suffered a miscarriage thinking that they were gonna be leaving with their arms full and their arms were now empty. And I thought that the stuffed animal would give them something to hold on to so that their arms weren't empty. That's, that's beautiful. So now you have, 
A Christmas to Remember. So tell us about that book. Um, so it just kind of is a continuation of my daughter's story, and it tells about how how we celebrate differently, um, how I envision that my daughter is celebrating where she is at and how I am celebrating down here on earth. But, you know, Christmas seems to be one of the hardest times of the year, if not the hardest time of the year for people experiencing grief. So I really wanted to speak to that need um, when I developed that book. So how did you get through those Christmases? At first. Um, and I know there's no wrong or right way um, no. to grieve, but for me, um, the initial Christmas, we actually went to Florida <laughs> because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be reminded that it was Christmas and um, palm trees and the ocean doesn't exactly say Christmas. Um, but then on from there, you know, I, I started to find ways um, and my family started to find ways to to include um, Haley in our in our Christmas traditions. Um, right now, my I have a five year old daughter, and she hangs the first ornament on our Christmas tree, and it's one of Haley's ornaments. Oh, that's a beautiful tradition. That's one of the things I I talk about is sometimes you have to, you know, give up some traditions because they're just too painful, but you can create new ones that are meaningful. And you have to, ever, anything that you're feeling during the holidays is okay because your goal is to just get through each day, get through to the next day, right? And so you do it the way that you need to do it that's best for you. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even get through each day. Sometimes it's just get through each second and whatever you can do to get through each little second. Good, good point. Great point. So let's talk about your journey back to living again, because you do have a five-year-old little girl now. You have remarried. Have you not remarried? And, and you have a, a little girl. And so how was that journey back to opening your heart back up to the possibility of love and life and children again? Well, I am so lucky because my grief journey really coincides with that journey altogether. Um, it, it came about because my my husband, my current husband, is actually the illustrator of my book. We were high school sweethearts, and um, I knew that he was a great artist. So when I came up with the idea that I wanted to create this children's book, I approached him to draw the children's book for me. And in working on the book together, we, um, we rekindled and um, started a relationship. And um, eventually, a couple years down the road, I think it was like a year and a half after the book was released, we ended up getting married. Oh, what a beautiful story. It wasn't like you were looking for it, but it was, but I love the fact that so many people choose to close their heart, choose to close that part of their life down because the loss was so painful. How, do you know how you kept it open? I don't. I mean, I think the most important thing about what you just said is, is to choose. Like it, it really is a choice and, and you can choose to live. I mean, you can choose to do things however you want to do things, but 
you can kind of choose to live in that in that in that darkness or you can choose to allow yourself and give yourself the permission to have happiness and through your happiness and through your life the life of the loved ones that you boss can live on so obviously because you've written a book about um your daughter Haley and obviously because you um have Haley's um uh charity um you you talk about her a lot was it hard to talk about her at first um or was it something that you were like i'm always going to be talking about her i'm always going to be remembering her with love i'm not going to go back to the the pain of that day i'm going to take the goodness and the gift that was haley yeah i mean even though sometimes it's it's hard um to relive memories i always wanted to be able to keep her alive so i welcome people to tell me stories about her and tell me stories about my old life um because that allows her to to stay alive even though sometimes it is painful what advice would you give to other women who might seem stuck or who might be trapped in that pain can you offer any any encouragement or any tools that maybe that you use that you they could put in their toolbox i think that there's no right or wrong way to do it we're all just really trying to do what we have to do to survive but what has helped me personally was making purpose out of tragedy and finding a way that my family could help other families and through that um they i i found a way to to really keep them alive in my life so i think that that when we bless others um it it really can make everything better all the way around so jennifer how can we get a hug through the air or christmas to remember um a hug through the air and a christmas to remember will both be available on amazon shortly okay. currently um a christmas to remember is available on amazon and right now a hug through the air is available um by going to hayleyhugs.com and clicking through and currently all proceeds from a hug through the air benefit an organization called the Warren Christian Apologetic Center Okay, wonderful. Jennifer, thank you so much for spending time with us today and thank you for sharing your pain, but also thank you for sharing your bright light because your your bright light together you and Haley are co-creating something beautiful to help other other people in this world. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Graduating Grief podcast. For more information on the Graduating Grief community, workshops and retreats, go to www.sherrydunlevy.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, review, and share.